The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 80 podcast i am one of your hosts my name is tack and with me as always is the other host of the show jimmy klein hello 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 and on this podcast we celebrate the iconic tv show the brady bunch as we break down the bunch one episode at a time we take the episode jimmy as you know mm-hmm. oh, yeah. we break it down we send it out on a big trip and let it do whatever the hell it wants to do even on a dangerous construction site only to find an idol and bring bad luck to all, just for you, the listener. You mean like Kelly Clarkson? Just like Kelly Clarkson. I don't get the reference, but on today's an episode, old, what? Old an old idol? Never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh, I get it. On today's episode, we look at season four, episode one, entitled "Hawaii Bound." If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and you had some story about something recently, didn't you? I yeah, my never-ending battle uh, with ordering stuff online. Uh, the other day, I ordered. Um, I, I got a new. I got a new GoPro. Right, I got the Hero Eight. Right, nice. And um, I went ahead and got a case to put in it because I wanted to be able to carry it around on vacation and stuff. I ordered it, and it was supposed to be here the day before I left on vacation. Yeah, and of course it was late. Huh. So, um, and it turned out to be late because they shipped it to the wrong carrier. So, like, they sent it to FedEx instead of UPS or whatever. I ordered a second one, and the first one came, and blah blah blah. So. Huh. The end result, I got it when I was supposed to. I got it when I got back, but it sat, um, you know, on my front doorstep till I got back from vacation, which I wasn't happy about. No. Yes. And so, who'd you order that from? I ordered it from uh, eBay. <laughs> no, I'm t- oh. <laughs> no, oh. I wasn't eBay. No, that was something else. No, that was the battery I ordered from eBay. <laughs> okay, let's take yeah. that back again. So, where yeah. did you order that from? I ordered it from Amazon Prime. Okay. Yes. I should have just left it at eBay. That would just been funny. Whatever they would expect that. <laughs> that would have been messed up. <laughs> I just left it. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so, Jimmy. Yes. You know we have a T Public store, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a brand new T-shirt design in there right now. We did. Who who did we commission to design this t-shirt tag? Uh, it was me, but it was your idea. But it well, it was my idea. But you're the one that actually like Tack literally drew this. Oh like, yeah, he drew it with his own left hand. That's right, I drew my own left hand, and yeah. uh, it's to commemorate season four. Yes. So the new t-shirt is like the Tiki Idol, right yes. in the middle, and underneath it it says Every Brady Podcast." Heck yes! Hell yeah! And that's available right now on TeePublic. The link is in the description of the show right below. 
So. And if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, um, I believe it's on sale for like three days, you said, right? I think it's three. It's a few days on sale. So it's on sale right now today. Well, this will drop on July 20th. So it's on sale right now for a few days. So yes, hurry, hurry. It's 2021, yes. by the way. So, And all the cool kids are going to be wearing this. I know. So um, if you don't get one, you're going to be square as fuck. That's all there is to You're going to look so stupid at yeah. the next mixer you go to. Yep. You're going to, yeah, you're just going to look silly. So you better <laughs> get one. Oh, man. So what else is going on? So this is the beginning of season four. It is. Isn't that crazy? We had a little hiatus for a little bit. We did. So what, what did you do? Um... Not much. Just kind of relaxed, not having to worry about editing episodes and sticking to a schedule and just kind of, I just worked my regular job and hung out with my son. How about you? Right on. I had a uh, family vaca- uh, family uh, reunion I had to go to. I didn't have to, but went on a family to a family reunion and worked on the car and, and worked on my day job. That's about it. Nice. Nice. Yes. Now we got to do the grind again. Season beginning at top of season four. That was in high school, and I was drunk. What's that? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so we're at the top of season four, and we have a long road ahead of us. The next, yes. what, 23, 24 weeks? <laughs> Something like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make it sound like we don't want to do this. Like, I'm happy to be back. I'm really happy to be back. I don't. I'm actually done. I'm done. I'll see you. <laughs> I'm hanging right. up my headphones. Jimmy's got the show now. Okay, cool. So, see, no. Okay. All right, I'm back. I can't stay mad at you. I can't stay mad at you listeners either. No, no I love I'm doing the show. I'm happy to be back. I yeah. love doing the show. It's fun. All right, so it's been almost six minutes. Are right, we ready to take a break? <laughs> okay. All right, so let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to see what the hell Hawaii Bound's all about. Cause I exactly. Don't know. I don't know. I didn't even watch it, so... So this will be this will be interesting. We'll just make sure. All right. Okay. We'll be back. This episode of a very Brady podcast is brought to you by Fun.com, the best place on the web to find officially licensed gifts, clothing, costumes, toys, and more. Fun.com also offers a variety of exclusive products that they make themselves and you won't find anywhere else. Search great brands like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Care Bears, and many more. Click the fun.com link in today's show notes to see the latest products and also save 10% site-wide through August 7th, 2021. Your savings is automatically added to your cart, so just click and shop. Fun.com, your go-to destination for exciting and unique gifts. And we are back. So we get the Brady Bunch season four, episode one, entitled Hawaii Bound. Yes. So facts about the episode first aired on September 22nd, 1972, mm. written by Tam Spiva and directed mm. by Kevin's dad, Jack Arnold. That's right. Now, according to IMDb, when Mike comes home with the tickets, 
his hair is straight. When the yes. Brady's get to Hawaii, his hair that, is That permed. humidity takes hold. Is what happened. <laughs> yep. So it's not because he went to the hair salon. It's because the humidity in Hawaii, Hawaiian air brought out his natural curly hair. Florence Henderson specifically commented on this in a TV interview she once gave. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? I am ready. So we fade in. We open up and see Mike coming home from work. He's carrying a gift wrap box for Carol. He tiptoes oh, around, sets the gift down on the on that table thingy with the horse. I don't know what oh, to yeah, call the it. Horse. By the, the staircase. The, the, uh, yeah, the horse thing. Yeah. yeah. He then calls out, honey, I'm home. Carol just then comes out of the kitchen and greets him with a big smile. Hi, <laughs> sweetheart. Mike opens his arm to greet her, but greedy Carol spots the gift on the table and runs right past him and asks, ooh, what's this? Mike asks, don't I even get a kiss? <laughs> Carol gives him a half-assed kiss and asks, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Peter then pops up and pipes up with what's in the box. Mike says, <laughs> hey, listen, why don't you go round up the kids because I have a surprise here for everybody. Oh, shit. Peter agrees and then yells out, Greg, Marsha, Jam, Bobby, Cindy. Mike says, no, go get them. I know how to yell. Peter runs off upstairs to go get them. Carol then says, hey, Mike, while we're waiting on the kids, what is this? Mike giggles and says, it's a box with a ribbon on it. Oh, oh burn. Carol it's gets something a- that you ain't going to get if you keep opening your mouth. <laughs> oh, sorry. Carol gets a nasty-ass look on her face and says... She does. She gets pissed. She goes, oh, you are mean. You are mean, Mike Brady. You are mean to the core. I am not one of the kids. You can tell me. I'm I'm an adult, damn it. I'm a grown-up. Just then, all the kids come running down the stairs. They all ask what the surprise is. Mike says, I'm going to give you a hint. Mike pauses for a dramatic effect and says, it has to do with water. All the kids have confused expressions on their faces. Carol even asks, water? Well, there is one thing. It's too little for a swimming pool. (laughs) They all just laugh. Mike then suggests, why don't you go ahead and open it? The kids all cheer for Carol to open it. Carol opens the box and says, it looks like airline tickets. Mike shouts, that's because they are airline tickets. The kids all react together with excitement. Mike goes on to explain, Mr. Phillips asked me to go check on the construction of a building I designed. Everyone erupts and asks Mike where. Mike continues, I figure the kids, you know, they're out of school. You know, Everyone starts <laughs> to lose their shit <laughs> as to where they're going. Mike goes on, and why not take the whole family along at the company's expense? Everyone is losing their damn minds by this point. Mike is smiling, enjoying every fucking minute of it, and finally says, Hawaii! The whole damn family erupts with excitement. They all cheer and scream, giving high fives. Sydney and Bobby start jumping up and down. Jam picks up Tiger and body slams him to the ground. Greg and Marcia start making out against the staircase. Carol rips up on her tops and shoves her tits right in Mike's face. Greg peeks over and watches. Oh, they're just getting excited, sorry. Wow, they are. You are. <laughs> no, they were just getting excited. I may have embellished a little bit, but they just oh, got okay. really excited. Just then, Alice hears all the commotion and comes out and asks, "What is it? What's going on?" Carol says, "Alice will tell you later. Just yell." 
Alice screams with delight, and Bobby runs over and knocks her to the ground. <laughs> that last part didn't really happen, but, you know, I'm trying to say, what the fuck did Jim Larson send you? <laughs> I'm trying to just paint a picture. Oh, by the way, yeah. yes, this episode is brought to you by Jim Larson. Thanks, it buddy. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I put some things on here that you actually covered in the synopsis. Uh, one was oh. uh, that Mike and Carol actually didn't kiss. If you look at it, their mouths actually didn't connect. I felt kind of gypped. Um, I love how Carol actually gets pissed off because Mike won't tell her. Like, yeah, like she had a nasty look on her face, too. She was yeah. pissed. And also, <laughs> Carol, you can hear Carol actually ask, for all of us? <laughs> well, no, Bobby's going to, we're going to put on a long movie for Bobby. He's just going to stay here. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean for all of us? Why would he take half the family? It doesn't make sense. Well, because she may have been thinking like maybe it's just a mom and dad trip, you know, yeah. getting away. Maybe. And I put down so Alice gets to come along and cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like he comes in with a gift wrap box. According to Carol, it could be anything, even like just groceries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What is <laughs> it? It's steak for tonight. Go cook it. It would su- It must suck for Mike when he actually gets a gift at work. Because he comes home and he's all excited to have this gift. And they're like, ooh, what'd you get me? Well, it's mine. It's not yours. <laughs> yeah, he just snatches it. Ooh, let me yeah, open right. it. Rips it open. I'm like, hey, guy, that was mine. All right, <laughs> scene two. Next, we are treated to shots of a United airplane flying as we hear dialogue. Carol says, Mike, I'm going to send your boss a postcard every day. Mike says, honey, it's a business trip. Carol says, fine, I'll tell him we're having a terrible time. Wish you were here. They both laugh. (laughs) Next, we see shots of Hawaii from the air. Greg says, look, Hawaii. Cindy. (laughs) Are you sure? Cindy says. (laughs) Well, it's the only island around. I hope it is. Cindy asks, how can they land such a big plane on a little island? The next shot is both plane and a shot of the island (laughs) while we hear bobby asks hey what's that big lump down there peter pipes up and says that's diamond head dumb head (laughs) oh i had to excuse my kids out of the room on that one tech that's that's (laughs) fucked up next is the plane landing on the runway jan says honolulu here we are (laughs) i feel bad because like marcia didn't get a little dialogue in there no, she didn't. But she's a young woman now, so. I figured she was going to respond to the Honolulu we were like, yep, here come the Brady's, you know, or something like that, you know? <laughs> well, she got to wear a bikini top later, so that's why. That's true. Scene three. As the plane parks on the ramp, passengers begin to deboard the plane. These shots go on for far too long as we <laughs> yes. wait for the Brady's to come out of the plane. I actually felt like, you know, like. Remember back in the day we used to go to the gate and you wait for your buddy to get off or whatever, your family member? That's what I felt like. I was like, fuck. I was like, where the hell are they? (laughs) (laughs) Is that them? That's not them. Shit. That's not them. (laughs) Anyway. All wearing suits, of course. (laughs) All while Hawaiian music plays in the background. Finally, the Brady's come walking down the stairs and are greeted by Hawaiian girls giving everyone lays and kisses on their cheeks. As a bikini girl puts one on Peter, he says, Hey, Dad, check it out. Only 30 seconds in Hawaii and I've already been laid. (laughs) He didn't actually say that, but it'd been a lot cooler if he did. As Mike and Greg get off the plane, Greg spends a little too long with one of the girls, and Mike Cockblock Brady tells him, 
Ah, that's enough, and pulls him away from the girl. Just after one of the girls puts a lay on Mike, she kisses him, and Alice says, Ooh, I'm going to tell Mrs. Brady on you. Mike just smiles. <laughs> Mike and the other Bradys are now boarding buses. They look back and see Alice getting lay after lay from all the girls, <laughs> all of them kissing her. Alice is in tropical paradise. Until Carol cockblock Brady laughs and says, Come on, Alice! Alice runs over. Yeah, that's the only note I have is, notice how Alice stayed behind <laughs> those Hawaiian girls to get laid. Dude, yeah. she, she had so many lays around her neck, she like couldn't move her head. She couldn't even awesome. see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. That was awesome. All right, scene four. Next, we're at the construction site of Mike's building. We see construction workers constructing. Yeah. That works. Okay. One of the workers is walking over to the crew, and one of them asks him, hey, half a day? He dusts himself off and says, no. The boss wants me to pick up Mr. Brady and his family at the airport. One worker looks at one another and says, he gets all the tough jobs. Hmm. The guys laugh it off and says to them, aloha, and walks off. Hmm. I was a little concerned because that guy... uh he was on a construction site without a reflective vest or a hard hat, and that's like OSHA standards. So, and I don't think those were um, steel-toed boots either, or composite-toed boots. My God, this guy just and lives they, by the seat of his pants, doesn't he? They, they don't even get me started on whether they were oil-resistant or not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, scene five. Finally, we see the family arrive at the hotel as they're all piling out of the car. The worker. Which later we learned his name is Dave, which okay. I, it took me a long time. I kept saying I never the worker. I did part of the synopsis for the second act, and I didn't know his name. So I'm like, yeah. you know, that one dude. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because I thought the first time they said it, I thought they said Dan. So through halfway through the synopsis, I started writing Dan, but then later it was Dave. I'm like, oh my god. Mm. So if you All see right. Dan, there, it's really Dave. So anyway, I- finally we see the family arrive at the hotel as they're all piling out of the car. The worker, which we learn later, his name is Dave, okay. who drove them there, says, um, Mr. Brady, um, um, my my dad said, no, my boss said <laughs> that you might want to do some sightseeing over the weekend before you start work Monday, and um, I'm available. The family all smile. Mike says, that sounds great to me. Carol says, come on, let's get started. They all laugh and head inside. After they check in and get changed into Hawaiian shirts and tropical wear, of course, they get back in the car so the worker, well, Dave, can take them around to see the sights. Who took in their luggage? Because they didn't even take luggage out of the car. Well, I'm sure that was Dave's job. Right. But I mean, they even got onto the buses without any luggage at all. That's true. And then they didn't have any luggage when they went. So I'm assuming that the airline delivered their luggage to the hotel. Sure. This if is- so, that's awesome. They should do that now. That's great. <laughs> that would be awesome. But also, I did a little bit of, actually, my wife did a little bit of checking up. Yeah. The hotel is still there. It still looks the same. The okay. vegetation's obviously bigger. The The lettering on the front of it that yeah. says Waikiki uh, Sheridan, uh, Sheridan Waikiki, it still looks exactly the same. Looks like the hmm. same lettering. Hmm. Um, the hotel now starts at $419 a night. Jeez. Um. So, in order for the Bradys to be able to house all their kids and everything, it would have been about $1,500 a night to sleep to Bradys at this hotel. <laughs> That's in today's money. Of course, the company um, paid for it. So, 
Exactly. So I just not? thought that was interesting. Like, Mike, you know, we want to send you down to check on your project. Hey, can I bring all my family and my and housekeeper? My housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Instead of it costing us $400 a night, why not make it 1500 a night? There you go. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, you know, they have food service there. Right. But we we still rather bring our housekeeper. She she like it's like this thing we make her come with us. You know, <laughs> is she part of the family? No, she's our housekeeper. We, we just, make her wear a uniform. We make her come. Do you like, do, you do that with your family members? No. <laughs> um. All right. So like, I'm pretty sure you're the low guy on the construction site, and your boss tells you, "Hey, I need you to go pick up the architect who designed the building." <laughs> you know, like pick him up and his family from the airport. Right. Like, I'd be nervous as shit, right? And oh, not God, only yeah. that, but your boss tells you you have to offer to take him and his whole damn family around to sightsee all fucking weekend. And like, you don't get the weekend off. son that won't fucking stop talking about girls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to work all weekend now. You could tell him he was, you could tell he was hoping they would decline, you know? But Mike has, like, no sense of, like, low workers. And he's like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, you know, you don't need a weekend off, even though you're a construction worker. Sure. It's like, yeah. Like, like if it was me, I'd have been like, no, that's okay. We, yeah, I think we can figure it out. We'll, we'll look so, you know, they have free guided tours of the hotel, but you sound a lot better. We're just going to let you do it. Like, I know you're supposed to be, you don't mind, do you? Do you? You don't have any plans this weekend, do you? Oh my god! Like what? A, I felt bad for Dave, man. It's just yeah, like that sucks because he's like, so my boss said, like you know, if you need me, I can do it. And they're like, yeah, I'm like fuck, <laughs> okay, god damn it. <laughs> can you make us margaritas too? <laughs> oh, grab our luggage, <laughs> Alice. You don't have to cook after all. We got this guy to do it for us. <laughs> Alice, oh, in fact, get with Dave so you guys can be on the same schedule. <laughs> Let him know our likes, dislikes, you know. How messed up would that be if he's like, well, we don't need a guided tour, but you can help Alice cook? <laughs> you don't mind. And then you see, and you see Dave in there later, like, making a salad and baking a cake. Like, I don't feel like I'm really doing much. <laughs> Do I have to talk to your boss? Didn't your boss? Just- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Anywho. All right. <laughs> scene, scene six. Next, we see the Bradys on a hilltop overlooking a city. Ooh. The family are taking pictures and taking in the sights. Along with Dave. Yes, we learn his name finally. <laughs> Carol says, oh, look, isn't this impressive? Cindy agrees. Mike asks, what's this place called again? Dan says, Dude. oh, they call it Uuahadakaa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mike, <laughs> Mike and all the others say, uh, what? Peter pipes up and asks, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I love how you're giggling and it. it's your joke. You wrote it. <laughs> it is they, like, all try- <laughs> they all try to say it. But are having trouble. They're all trying to say, what the fuck did you... No. Mike just says, well, doesn't fucking matter. And they all just laugh. <laughs> We're American. We don't have to learn it. Yeah, right? I mean, they look like... In this scene, they look like a... like a, a Pardon the expression. At the risk of sounding racist, they look like 
a stereotypical stereotypical Asian family from like a, from an eighties movie because they all have their own little cameras <laughs> and they're all taking the same picture. It's like why are you all taking the same picture of the same thing on seventeen different cameras? <laughs> and why are like all like how many of them? Eight, nine of you standing in this small little group? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's nothing. Wait till they get on the boat later. <laughs> They're all sitting on Mike's lap. <laughs> They're sitting on Dave's lap too. Jeez. I think Dave is sitting on Peter's lap. <laughs> yeah, right. Tell us more, Dave. Are you getting comfy? Let's get you. You know, Robert, we was like, we couldn't rent a bigger fucking boat, guys. Really? We got a pile in the corner of this piece of shit boat. Sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Good. <laughs> okay, so scene seven. Next, we're treated to more driving footage along the beach. I had flashbacks from the from the Grand Canyon episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. They stop at a statue of King Kamehameha. I forgot how to say it. I remember when I was watching, I was like, I don't remember how to say it right. But now I'm, I forgot. Kamehameha? Kam- Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Anyway, doesn't fucking matter, right? <laughs> and Dave offers to take a picture of them. Dave starts telling them about the king. He says, Kamehameha was the first king to get all the islands under one rule. He was the first king. Cindy says, I know why he was the first king. And Dave said, yeah, because I just fucking told you. <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> Jen says, why? Cindy says, look how big he was. And Dan snaps a picture of the family. Greg doesn't have a belly button. Oh, no. Greg doesn't say belly button in this. He's like, everybody oh, say oh. belly button. Greg's like, fuck you. I ain't saying it. He don't say <laughs> a damn thing. So that kind of, as a photographer, they irritate me. So don't bother me. All right. Scene eight. Next, the family is now at, quote, unquote, the blowhole. Hmm. Dave that was says, my nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> and it's just Carol standing there going, why is everybody looking at me? Um, Dave says, you can now see why it got its name, the blowhole. Mike, the American, says, I guess you could call it Old Faithful Hawaii style. <laughs> Peter takes a picture and says, wow, that's really neat. Bobby says, yeah. Did you get your picture? Peter says, yeah, but I want it to, to really blow and get us all wet. Bobby says, oh, <laughs> you want to get wet? Why didn't you say so? Then he pulls out a water pistol. Like, I don't know why the... Anyways, pulls out a water <laughs> pistol and starts shooting Peter with it. Bobby giggles like a little girl. <laughs> why does he have a water pistol? He just had it and on you see him. how real that thing looked and he carried that shit on an airplane? <laughs> you get your ass shot nowadays doing that. <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe you just got it like at a souvenir shop or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But. <laughs> Scene nine. Now we're all on boats. That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hawaiian outrigger boats, to be exact. The family is paddling out in the ocean near the shore. That's it. <laughs> and it's the shakiest camera shot I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And yeah. you know that's the best footage they got too, because it's like the camera was in one boat and they were in the other boat. This is before steady cams, before <laughs> right. tripods. Apparently, like it's so. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, scene ten. As we take a moment of silence, the Bradys now arrive at Pearl Harbor. As the camera pans around Pearl Harbor, we hear the kids ask a million questions. Mike laughs and says, "Hey, hold it, hold it." One thing at a time. Bobby says, yeah, 
pipe down one thing at a time. So what's that thing down there? <laughs> Carol laughs and says, Bobby, now let's all give Dave a chance to tell us about it. Dave goes on. Well, first of all, Pearl Harbor is the biggest naval institution in the Pacific. And see that over there? Those are called nuclear submarines getting serviced. And see that over there? Those are its crews getting serviced by those hula girls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was feeling like really goofbally when I was writing this one. <laughs> That's a crew over there. <laughs> Dave goes on. Every time an astronaut returns from the moon, the recovery ship turns into this port. Carol says, Remember, kids, we saw that on television. Do you remember the moon landing four years ago? Remember? <laughs> kids are all scratching their heads like, the what? What happened? Moon landing. Is that the thing you made us watch? <laughs> Carol sees ships and asks, are those battleships? Dan says, those are destroyers. Mike adds more military knowledge and asks, those ships carry missiles. Dan agrees and says, yep, on the stern. A quiet falls onto Dave's voice, and then he says, and up ahead, that's the Arizona Memorial. Yeah. I put on here, this is the first time we see Mike's perm. <laughs> and why does Bobby's hair, Bobby's hair looks straight up red. Like, not like he has red hair, like somebody dyed his hair red, like bright <laughs> carnival red, like... <laughs> Like a, a red wig, you'd see it like Party City. <laughs> well, I remember uh, Mike Lookinland was not originally a brunette. He was a blonde. So oh, okay. They, they had to okay. color his hair that color every every season or however often you have to do it. Hmm. So. Okay. All right. Scene 11. Now at the Arizona Memorial, Peter says, boy, it's something to see the Arizona right underneath us. Mike adds, even though it's no longer a commissioned ship, they granted special permission to fly the American flag over it. Bobby asks, you mean like she was still afloat? Mike says, yeah. Mike goes on to discuss construction of the memorial. He says, see how this is constructed? It's lower in the center and high on the ends. That's symbolic of the ultimate victory. Look over here at the base of this flagpole. They all walk over to look. Mike goes on. You see this plaque dedicated to the eternal memory of our gallant shipmates and the USS Arizona, who gave their lives in action on 7 December 1941. From today on, the USS Arizona will fly our country's flag just as proudly as she did on the morning of 7 December 1941. Carol says, oh, I must say Pearl Harbor sure is impressive, isn't it? Dan says, you know, there's a story about Pearl Harbor most people don't know. Marsha asks, what kind of story? Dan says, the verbal kind, I'm about to tell you. No. <laughs> Dan says, well, way back before they started to build all this, an old island chief warned them against it. You see, the islanders believe this was the home of the shark queen god. Peter pipes up and asks, shark queen god? Dan goes on. One of the strongest of the island gods. The chief told him that this place was taboo. And if they built here, evil things would happen. Jan innocently asks, what kind of evil things? Dan says, 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe over 2,000 people dying in a bobbing by Japan. <laughs> he didn't say that. He actually did mention it later, but he goes, get your head out of your ass, white girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan goes on. Well, when they finished building the first dry dock, it collapsed and sank into the sea. No one could ever explain how it happened. Bobby says, wow, then what? Dan goes on. Well, then they started building again, and the chief warned them again. Cindy asks, did they listen to him this time? Dave sadly says, nope, nothing happened until the attack in 1941. Mike chimes in and says, well, I hardly think that has anything to do with the taboo kids. Dave says, well, neither do I, Mr. Brady, but some of the elders are pretty superstitious. Yeah, my only note was, holy crap, why are they sitting so close? <laughs> God. Yeah, so I got pretty choked up about the Arizona Memorial <laughs> when yeah. I was listening to all that and watching it. Like, I was getting, like, literally, like, teary-eyed and shit. It just mm. it kind of hits home for me. There's so. some some interesting documentaries because you're not allowed to dive it. Like, if you're a diver, you can't dive the Arizona Memorial because it's considered a um, – a grave site. So yeah, some years ago on this documentary, they gave him permission to put a um, uh, remote operated vehicle down yeah. and they were inside the ship and it was like the captain's quarters and like his like uniform was still hanging up in the, in the closet thing. And like, if you ever, if you're interested at all about that, look up that documentary. It's really interesting to yeah. show what it looks like now. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Scene 12. Back at the construction site, we see a couple of workers digging in the dirt with some shovels. One of the workers says, hey, look what I dug up. We are now shown the tiki idol lying on the ground along with its infamous music. (laughs) As the worker bends down to pick it up, he's suddenly stopped by an older worker who says, no, do not touch. The younger one asks, why not? The older man says, taboo, taboo idol, very strong. Bring evil to all who touch. <laughs> the younger guy says, oh, come on. It's just an old island superstition. He goes to grab it. When he's stopped again by the older man, he says, do as I say. Do not touch. It will bring evil. The younger guy says, okay, old man. So we get rid of it. He then picks it up with a shovel and throws it away to a different location and says, you satisfied now? The old man says, someday you learn respect. Respect for island taboo. Just then the Brady's arrive at the construction site. As they get out of the vehicle, Mike says, I just want to check on some things. Peter and Bobby get out and Peter asks, dad, can we, can we take a look around? Mike says, okay, sure. It's an active construction site. Perfect for two boys. Why not? (laughs) But don't get too far because I'm not going to be long. Okay. Peter and Bobby take a look, take off to look around. Greg walks up to Dave and asks, say, Dave, uh, maybe you and I can get together later and check out some of the more important sites like bikinis. (laughs) Dave says, Hey, right on. Come on down to the beach tomorrow. You can look while I judge a surfing contest with some of my buddies. Greg says, hey, I do some surfing. Suppose I could get into the contest? Dave says, you're in, but you got to watch out. We've got some pretty big surf over here. 
you got to keep your eyes on the waves, not the bikinis. Greg just laughs. laughs. A few moments later, while looking around the site, Bobby says, hey, look what I found. It's real old. It's the Tiki Taboo Idol. Hmm. I thought you were going to do the music. Oh, doodaloo. <laughs> Peter runs over, looks at it, and says, sure is ugly. You know who it reminds me of? Bobby asks who. Peter says, you. And giggles and runs away. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby then says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a string on it, and I'm going to wear it around my neck for good luck. The boys then run off. Ooh. All so, right. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that like, Greg needs to go jerk off, man. Like, what the hell? Like, all he thinks about is, like, looking at, like, being creepy towards girls, man. It's all he yeah. thinks about it's all weird. the time. I know, right? It's weird. God. I don't look at girls. Right? Like that. <laughs> All right, so let's take our next break. Cool. So the family is in Hawaii, taking in the sights. Look like a hippie. Up- Come on, you want to lay me? Pass the point, Mahalo. Look, <laughs> So they're in Hawaii, taking in the sights and picking up taboo idols. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. Bobby's picking up taboo idols. Greg's trying to pick up girls. Same thing. Picking up. Both cause problems. <laughs> All right. We will be back. comic book fan we've got a few questions for you were you obsessed with x-men as a kid did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of superman in the black poly bag did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves then have we got the show for you Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more. You'll get mini episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app and remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. And we are a back. Yes. So, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Uh, have you ever been to Hawaii? No, I have not. I figure it's probably just like Florida, only with mountains, and it's like reversed. And tiki idols. And tiki idols, yeah. But if you go beachside, like the Cocoa Beach and stuff, you can find tikis. Yeah. Certain bars have them for decorations. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's hard to wear those around your neck, though. No, I just I can't justify. Me and Megan have talked about it because we've it had come up in conversation. Like, hey, would you ever want to want to go to Hawaii? No. Like the only re- <laughs> I told you, the only reason I'd go to Hawaii is to see all the the you know I'm a I'm a sucker for film locations. Yeah. So I would want to go see all the Jurassic Park stuff. Like it's like a something like a five mile hike out to the T Rex paddock where they film that. Hmm. Um, cool. So I'd want to go see all the Jurassic Park filming locations and all the some of the Jurassic World filming locations, but that's about the extent of it. Because I mean, we live in Florida. It's there's palm trees and beaches here. I know that's why I was like, because they were like the Brady's are like, wow, look at the beach, everything's so beautiful. Like you live in California. Yeah, yeah, you live <laughs> in Los Angeles. You're just across <laughs> the ocean, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's the same beach, almost. I probably mean, the same climate, I imagine. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been um, to Hawaii either. Um, I mean, I would like to go check out Pearl Harbor and do that whole thing. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Arizona Memorial and stuff. That'd be awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I've been to D.C. and we went to Arlington and that. Yeah. If you got choked up at this, you'd get choked up at Arlington. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Navy, like, dealing with, you know, shipmates on eternal patrol and stuff like that, that really hits home for me. Yeah, I'm personally, sure. So. Yeah, that's like one of the things I did in D.C. was I went to the uh, Holocaust Museum and man, you want to talk. I mean, that's it's heavy walking in there like you can just feel it. You think that you'd go in and be like, oh, this is touching. No, it's beyond that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you just you can feel it. Like anytime you're in there, it's just I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. In there. Yeah. <clears throat> OK, cool. <laughs> now that we brought this all down and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's pick it back up. <laughs> okay. So when we left off, the Brady's are on a trip to Hawaii. Mike's company has paid for them all to go, even Alice. They do some sightseeing and with the help of an employee of the construction company, Dave. While roaming around a construction site, Bobby and Peter discover an old taboo idol. Oh, dang. That is supposed to bring bad luck and evil to all who touch it. Oh, shit. But it's probably just superstitious nonsense, right? Yeah, it was probably just a souvenir some construction worker dropped. Probably. All right, scene 13. Back at the hotel, we open to see Bobby playing the ukulele very badly, while Cindy is reading a book entitled Slowman's Ukulele Method. Bobby asks Cindy if it sounds right. Cindy replies, if you're trying to make a terrible sound, it sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) Just then, two... Don Ho and Sam. Sorry, I, put, I, I, I didn't take the two out. There's no two. I, I, so I, at first, I said two guys came up, and then I started research, researching who they were. And so oh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's Don Ho. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know even know. I'd never heard of Don Ho before. So. All right. Oh. Anyway. Just then, Don Ho and Sam Kapu. Kapu? Ka- I think they pronounce it Kapu. Yeah. I didn't know who Sam was, but I recognized Don Ho. Walk up and are apparently bothered by how the ukulele is sounding. <laughs> they walk up with a, you're having a little trouble with that, aren't you? Bobby replies, fuck no. Who the hell are you, old man? No. <laughs> and Bobby replies, I sure am. Then asks, can you play one? Don replies, <laughs> that's racist as fuck. <laughs> I bet you can play, huh? <laughs> you look Hawaiian. You can play this, right? God, Bobby, man, never, never fails, <laughs> never fails. <laughs> so funny. I didn't even think that. Man, it's a good thing they didn't go on vacation in other countries. Or I know it's ain't a country, but you know what I mean. Right down in Mexico, like, you can make tacos, right? 
Ah, wrong. Bobby's racist as fuck. Anyway, yeah, I can just picture that. There'd be a whole thing like Alice just looking for tacos, like all the time. Do you have ta- tacos? We're in Mexico. Just ask somebody. Like, you know, all these people can make it. You know they would have, they would go to like some taco making like some old woman would teach them how to make tacos. Yeah. Just the girls, just the girls. They go on like some taco making like venture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're not oh. laughing at the culture people. We're just laughing. We're laughing at the ignorance. Like, right? how do they not catch this? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dom replies. Oh, I think I can remember as he crosses his arms. I think I may be able to. Cindy's eyes open wide as she says, you're a lot better than Bobby. Don simply replies, thanks again. Bobby then asks, can you sing something for us? (laughs) God. Don turns to the other guy, asking him to lend his tonsils, and they begin to sing. Bobby and Cindy look starstruck. When they finish, Bobby and Cindy clap. Suddenly, Bobby realizes who it is, saying, I know who you are. You're Don Ho. Don Ho then introduces himself and introduces Sam, telling them that they both play at the Polynesian Palace together. Before leaving, Bobby asks for his autograph, which they oblige. And with an aloha, they leave. Bobby holds his charm and says, Boy, we never would have met them if it wasn't for my good luck charm. And as he sits down, he sits right on his ukulele, breaking it. Cindy just laughs, saying, some good luck charm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I did a little bit of research, and apparently Don Ho sang Tiny Bubbles, which I knew the song, but I didn't know who Don, Don Ho was. Hmm. So, do you, do you think the kids, the actors, actually knew who they were? Oh, or I'm you sure. Think they like, yeah, okay. Probably, yeah. So, like... Don Ho just like walks around Hawaii all the time and just takes people's instruments and shows up. I see you're struggling there. That's, he's like, what are we what are we doing today, Kapu? Kapu? He's like, we had nothing done. Like, let's walk around and, and just having some trouble. Well, it's like they perform together and he still like does this cheesy, can you lend me your tonsils? You mean like I did the last six nights in a row? Yeah, I think I can sing with you. Like, the fuck, dude? Why are you asking like that? <laughs> he's just he's just Don Ho's yes, man. <clears throat> Sounds good, yeah. boss. That's a good idea, boss. That's <laughs> 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 like saying, you know, hey, if we go to Las Vegas, I bet we'll run into insert Vegas person. You know what I mean? Like, I, can't, I was going to say. Who Elvis, are those magicians but- that got eaten by the tiger? <laughs> the fuck are they called? Oh, okay. yeah, those Not guys. Penn and Teller, the other guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like the gay Penn and Tellers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you're just going to run into them. And then yeah. somebody like trying to do a magic trick. They're like having some trouble with their arms crossed. Can I borrow your hat? And then he pulls a rabbit out of it. <laughs> he looks at his buddy. He's like, want to give me a hand? Scene 14. It is now nighttime, and we see Mike and Carol sitting down eating. Mike starts by saying, you know, that was a good show tonight. Carol continues saying, it was wonderful. Uh-oh. When, Mike's, when Mike says, Don Ho puts on a good act, Carol asks him, how would you know? You never took your eyes off the hula girls. <laughs> Mike smirks saying, I barely noticed him. <laughs> Carol teases him saying, yeah. 
your eyeballs were going back and forth faster than their hips. Oh. <laughs> Mike smiles and simply says, well, it's been a great trip for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time. <laughs> That's Mike's way of saying, yeah, well, oh, well, this is, a good tri- this is a good trip so far. Carol laughs and says, so far it's been a perfect vacation. And they kiss. I'm, I'm sorry, but Mike's hair looks so stupid. <laughs> like, at this point, it was like half in between. Like You could tell they were struggling and losing that battle very quickly. Um, but also, Mike doesn't even deny looking at those girls. He's like, yeah, it's been a good vacation. <laughs> and Mike's got collar for days. Hell yeah, for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg could like surf down it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Use it as a surfboard. <laughs> Scene fifteen. <laughs> Back in the hotel room, Greg is getting ready for bed as he says, "Okay, let's hit the sack." And then after that, let's go to bed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and after that, Bobby hits me in the nuts. <laughs> okay, let's hit the sack. I have a big day tomorrow with that surfing contest. Peter pipes up with, "Boy, you're gonna get wiped out." Bobby backs him up saying, yeah, over here, the guys can surf before they can walk. Greg takes offense to this saying, there happens to be great surfers all over the world at home too. (laughs) Peter looks at Greg blankly and says, we know that. We just didn't know you were one of them. (laughs) Greg goes to throw a pillow at them and hits a decoration on the wall, knocking it over and almost hitting Bobby. Greg immediately apologizes to Bobby while Peter says, that almost hit you on your head. Bobby looks for a moment and exclaims, good thing I have my good luck charm on me. (laughs) Oh, God. What the fuck is up with the... And I was irritated at this point when I saw this because my ears bother me and their stupid haircuts were irritating me. (laughs) So verbatim, but I have on the notes is, what the fuck is up with their mullet Donny Osmond looking goofy ass perms? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also kudos for bobby for having normal hair because he's the only (laughs) one without these goofy ass perms um but man it looked like bobby actually did his own stunt yeah yeah i was impressed i mean it was good timing and all that yeah Yeah. because that wasn't like a fake one like that was real metal with like jagged metal and shit yeah (laughs) yeah man times have changed (laughs) all right scene 16 It's the next morning, and we see Greg, Peter, and Bobby coming out of their hotel rooms on their way to the beach. Greg tells the boys he wants to get there early so he can rent a board and get some surfing in before the contest. Peter asks if the girls are coming, but Greg laughs and tells them that they're going to go to a hula lesson. Bobby exclaims, who needs a hula lesson to learn how to hula? He then begins gyrating around pretending to hula. (laughs) Greg shakes his head with a come on swivel hips but during the hula dance bobby's tiki necklace falls off and onto (laughs) and onto the ground as the boys walk away Hmm. so he's going to a surfing contest on a rented board well i mean what else are you gonna do he didn't bring his board not be arrogant and not join a contest (laughs) um (laughs) i can surf on waves i've never surfed before and a board i've never surfed on before but also, I haven't seen those mats that they were carrying since we worked at Ron John's. Oh, yeah. Those wicker mat, those wicker yeah, things. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> funny. Uh, scene 17. 
We now see the ladies coming out of the hotel room with Carol in charge saying, come on, everyone. We don't want to miss our hula lesson. Alice stops everyone saying, there's a problem. I don't seem to have enough grass for the backyard. Because uh-huh. she had a grass skirt and she put it on. And- oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cindy then speaks up saying, I think I have yours, Alice. The two exchange hula skirts and off they go. Alice notices the statue on the floor and picks it up. <laughs> Her and Carol assume he dropped it on the way to the beach. Alice decides to wear it, keeping it for him, and puts it around her neck. Okay, why are Marsha and Jane wearing bikini tops? Like, nobody else is even wearing a bathing suit. Why are they wearing bikini <laughs> tops? Well, Alice definitely isn't. She's wearing, like, a normal shirt. Well, that's the other thing. Is Alice, It looks like she's wearing a jumper. <laughs> like, a one-piece. <laughs> maybe. So, I mean, I when they're hooling... Huluing, huluing, like uh, Carol's wearing just like a one piece. But the well, girls I thought that was bikinis. like a sundress. I don't think so. Oh, I, I thought know. it was just a dress. I didn't know that was a bathing suit. That's one of those old lady bathing suits, ain't it? <laughs> like a one piece or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one piece with like the built in skirts. Oh, I don't know. I think, is that what she was wearing? I thought it was just a sundress. I don't know. I'm not sure oh. what she was wearing. Coming out of the hotel room, but I remember what she was wearing like when they were doing the hula lesson. Hmm. Okay. So. All right. Scene 18. We are now at the hula lesson with the beach off in the distance behind him. We see the instructor put the record on and begin the lesson. Alice immediately begins doing the hula as fast as she can, but is reminded by Carol to take it easy. Even though I think they're the same age. <laughs> we are now treated to the ladies doing the hula until we hear Alice say she's got it while she appears to be stuck in an awkward position. Carol runs over to help Alice followed by Marcia. When Carol asks Alice what the problem is, Alice tells her it's her hula. Her who went one way and her la went the other. The girls Gross. then be- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girls then begin walking Alice carefully back to the hotel room. Yeah, like I commented too, and he was like, Alice, you take it easy. You're an old woman of 46. Well, maybe, no. I'm pretty sure her and Carol are the same age. I think Carol's like 10 years younger. I think she's really? like 30, then late Carol 30s. Really? Carol terrible for her age then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, did the hula instructor not speak English? Like, what the fuck? Like, I was picking up on the same thing too, because she was like, just like, it's almost like welcome them she wasn't even like welcome to the whole lesson like (laughs) she just starts doing it and she gave no instruction no explanation nothing (laughs) sure they were at the right spot yeah some some woman just hooling they're just doing it she's like okay whatever these people are doing i don't know I mean, from the videos I've seen on online and stuff, not that I sit around watching Hula Girls, but the, for the videos that I've seen, it's like supposedly the dance is like a whole story that they tell and it's been passed down from generation to generation. Like, she didn't explain any of that. I hope they didn't pay for this because <laughs> they got ripped off. They probably talked about putting that because, you know, they're big on like, let's talk about the history. And, you know, well, they show them dancing for 38 minutes. Why can't they just <laughs> show the explanation? <laughs> but it was probably like, yeah, it's a bunch of women shit. We don't need it. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's talk about the more the military stuff instead. <laughs> They're probably like, well, the demographic shows that it's mostly men. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Let's put the girls in bikini tops. Be perverts. <laughs> Scene 19. 
At the beach, we see a girl in a bathing suit walk up the beach. The camera pans to see where Greg... (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) I thought it was a mistype, (laughs) but it's not. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that sentence again. The camera pans to see whore Greg... Staring at her instead of paying attention to the contest instruction like he should be. The instructor tells them they get a half hour and they're judged by their best ride. As soon as the surfers run off, you know, to compete, Greg stays behind and asks, After the contest, bikinis? (laughs) He's told, You just pay attention to the waves. Greg runs away from the water with a surfboard with him. I will. But it's hard, brother. (laughs) (laughs) He runs the wrong direction. He literally runs away from the water. It's hard, brother. And then Dave just goes, gross. (laughs) Bobby looks at Peter. Oh, my God. Oh, Peter. And asks, what's all this talk about bikinis? Peter smiles and tells Bobby, you'll learn. You'll learn. (laughs) Greg runs up to the rest of the family who is there at the beach and says, Wish me luck, to which they do. After Greg leaves, Peter and Bobby walk up. Alice is reminded of something and says, Oh, Bobby, look what I found. Bobby seems super thankful, telling Alice that he thought it was gone forever. He runs off after Greg, who still doesn't seem to get he's in the time contest (laughs) and is still (laughs) screwing around knee-deep water with his surfboard. (laughs) (laughs) He puts it around Greg's neck, telling him it'll bring him good luck. Greg shouts thanks and finally paddles off. (laughs) God, dude. Like, I don't think he's ever been in a surf contest before. There's no way he has. But like, did you notice at the the beginning? It's been 12 minutes. Are you going to get in the water? You only get 30 minutes to compete, man. (laughs) But did you notice at the beginning of the scene when he's looking at the girl? Greg looks goofy as fuck at the beginning of the scene. He has this look on his face like, (laughs) while he's staring at the girl, it's just annoying. Um, Where are all these waves that he's talking about? When they're paddling out, it's like they're paddling out in a river. Like, there's no waves at all. (laughs) I don't know. These waves didn't seem that dangerous either. (laughs) And then once they get out and they show them, like, why are they all packed so closely together? If they caught a wave, they'd be all on top of each other. (laughs) Yeah. Hell, if a wave came, they'd be all on top of each other. Right. (laughs) This scene irritated me. You could tell there was an underlying tone in this. (laughs) Scene 20. We are now treated to a montage of people surfing and the family reacting. Greg catches one and rides it in. Of course, Carol is wearing like she always does (laughs) until he finally falls down, apparently right onto a rock. When he doesn't come to the surface, Mike runs into the water shouting for Greg. Carol helps by asking Greg where Greg is, as if Mike somehow knows. <laughs> she is. She's like, where is he, Mike? Well, I don't fucking know. That's why I'm out here in the water. <laughs> you just stay up there, though. You keep asking. Yeah. In case I forget why I'm out here. <laughs> we see Greg floundering around while Mike frantically looks for him. <sighs> yes. So, first of all, Mike looks sexy as hell when he's like running in. He looks oh, like was, the Hoff. He looked now like I Hoff understand why David Hasselhoff <laughs> modeled his whole thing after. Yes. Exactly. I mean, some people stand in the darkness, Dak. 
That's that's the feeling I got when he was. That's <laughs> lyrics. It's lyrics from the. Never mind. You know the <laughs> lyrics to Baywatch. <laughs> like you don't. <laughs> um, where the where the hell did these waves come from? All of a sudden, like they went from being mm. on a river to being on these insane waves. You know that are like world class. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. Um, also, Greg is clearly on another beach. Right. <laughs> like every time they show Barry Williams. The waves are totally different. They're like way smaller and they're not the same. <laughs> but also at the same time, kudos to Barry Williams. Like that's really yeah. him surfing. Yeah, that was so him. He's, <laughs> he's a better surfer than I ever was. So kudos <laughs> yeah. to him, man. Yeah, I was impressed. Yes. So to be continued. Oh, shit. That's the end of part one. Yes. We're into it, man. We're into it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And again, this is where this is uh, the, some of the episodes that the uh, second parody movie was based off of. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, Jimmy, it's time. I have For an what? email to read. Uh, <laughs> I hate the emails. <laughs> well, you don't hate I mean, the I emails. I like them. No, I, I love the emails. I just get really nervous because you know I'm not going to get into all that. But yeah, I, I just get really nervous. <laughs> yeah. So this is. From Lisa from New Jersey. Okay. Second one from New Jersey. Our last one was from New Jersey too, right? Yeah. Where's our California women at? Because that's like. Well, no, because the last one was, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he was from New Jersey, wasn't it? The very last letter we got. Maybe. I can't remember. I think so. Hmm. Okay. All right. So she says, I was looking for a podcast to listen to on my way to work each day. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of listening to the news, which can be very depressing to say the least. God, yes. I started listening two days ago, and I'm happy to say I am hooked. Ah, very nice. funny commentary on each episode, and I love the format of going through each scene and picking it apart. After watching the Brady Bunch for so many years, it's fun <laughs> to analyze along with you. Keep up the great work, Lisa from New Jersey. Very nice. Hell yeah. That's and we're, cool. yeah, we were back and forth a couple times. So yeah, right on. <clears throat> I thought for sure you were going to say that she was the wife of the gentleman that emailed us before. <laughs> no, no. So I, I, when I brought her back, I was like, "Hey," I was like, "I don't know where you're at," but um, I told her. Sorry, I was telling her how um, how, how I, I, I think I already know you know you know season two is better, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, so season two, I added Jimmy and blah 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 blah. So she said. I've been skipping around. She's like, my favorite episodes first, of course. I agree with you 100% that adding Jimmy is so much funnier. <laughs> you guys bounce off each other perfectly. I'm going back and listening from season one to get caught up to where you are now. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to read my email on your podcast. Hell yeah. And so I, I did. Boom. Boom. So Lisa, done. Lisa, so thank you, Lisa. To America. Oh. Oops, sorry. I have a date date with Lisa. Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, Lisa, for writing. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Jimmy, you know, we did. We have fun here today. Don't be offended. We do love the show. I feel like I'm telling you, Jimmy, don't be offended. (laughs) I was like, I'm not offended, Tech. I promise. (laughs) You you tell me that every week. (laughs) (laughs) To our listeners, don't be offended. We do love the show. We're not racist or sexist. No, we just think that 
the the amount of and I know it was a different time, a different era. We're not making fun of it, but the amount of ignorance <laughs> is just baffling. Like I but I guess we're looking at it hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty, blah blah blah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was re- it was it was nice being back. It really was. I know I said I just said that the tackle were on break. I said it before that too, and yeah. I didn't realize how much I missed it till we started recording. I was like, man, I miss doing this. Like, hell yeah, it's nice being back. Hell yeah. So, <clears throat> so yes, homework assignments. No, nope. oh, no. Before that, before that, we would personally like to thank our producers from Patreon. Mm-hmm. Without you, this could not be possible. And Indeed. that's uh, Jen and Jimmy. No. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy and Jimmy. Jim, Jim and Jimmy. Huh? Okay. Um, Jenny and Jim. Uh, the uh, OP. Let's call him Jiminy. This Jiminy, <laughs> like crickets. <laughs> Her OPs. The OPs. <clears throat> so yes, they're the ones that started it all. They're the ones that got the ball rolling. So uh, indeed, and also special thanks to Jim as well for yes, sending yes. us all the missing episodes from season for season four and season five. So and also over the break, I noticed that Jenny was kind of getting um, uh, she she had a little bit of the the Tack and Jimmy in her. She was starting to like pick apart some other TV shows and stuff like that. Oh I don't yeah, know if you caught that too. I thought that was pretty <laughs> neat. That's awesome. Good. Oh uh, yeah, <clears throat> we still need to have her on. I know we gotta so, coordinate, Jenny. If you're listening, if you're listening. If you're listening, <laughs> she's um, li- oh, she's listening. <laughs> Man. Um, yes, we definitely need to have you on, so we will coordinate that because I, I can't wait to to bounce things off of you, just like you know me and Tack do. Be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyways, homework assignments. Yes. Number one, check out the website www.averybradypodcast.com. Yeah, do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Or Castbox. Tell two friends about the show, and if you don't like us, tell two enemies. Mm-hmm. Send an email to the show, kind of like what Lisa did, and tell mm-hmm. us how you like or dislike the show at a very podcast at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group and join in the conversation and the fun at a very Brady Facebook group. And if you'd like to be a producer, check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Also, on that note, uh, we are gearing up to record episode 13, season one. Yes. I know we That's, were supposed to do it over, and you know, Pepe wanted us to do it over our hiatus, but we just got too busy. Well, honestly, we had technical difficulties. Sorry, um, did I say busy? I meant lazy. We got too lazy. <laughs> well, no, actually, we had technical difficulties, to be completely honest. And... um yeah, we, we just oh, we that's true. We did. We couldn't record it, so so we're getting around that, and uh, we are going to be recording it. And if you want to hear the infamous episode thirteen, you, uh, hate to hate to be that guy, but you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta be a producer. That's for producers only. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram at Very Pretty Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time up to date info. So if I'm yes. ever going to be late, you know, releasing an episode, that's where I'm going to put it and say, "Sorry, I'm late, guys," and then blame like. Pepe on it or something. And Tech, you like fashion, right? I love fashion. You, and you consider yourself, a fa- well, it's not a fashionista, a fashionister, right? Yeah, that's exactly what we're called. So so you want to be on the cutting edge of fashion, right? Um, Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. So you need to check out the T Public merch store because yeah. in, the, in the description of this episode, we've linked, you know, the link to our new t-shirts that are out right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling new you, shirt. you walk down the shirt, you walk down the street in one of our new shirts, and people are gonna stop you and be like, "Holy shit, yep. you are a fashionista!" And that's what yep. they're gonna, and they're gonna want and pe- selfies and shit with you. And people are gonna go, "Doo!" 
it when they see your shirt and you're going to go right. In fact, in fact, if any of you see each other out in public, right? Let's say in the off chance you're walking through the mall, walking through the dirt mall, whatever it is you whatever it is you do walking through a theme park and you see somebody with this shirt on, you have to go up, kneel down, point both fingers at their shirt and go and then just walk away. And not and no other That's no it. other no other talking. Just, That's it. And you got to do it loud enough so everybody stares at you. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And most importantly, go watch the Brady Bunch. Of course, yes. And in fact, we the next episode is your next assignment, and Jimmy's going to tell you all about it. Yes. On the next episode, season four, episode two, Pass the Taboo, part two. After bad luck continues to befall the family, the Brady boys set out to learn about the ancient tiki. They learn the tiki is taboo and must be discarded at an ancient burial ground. Wow. Yes. That's heavy. It is. Well, it's not really heavy. It's only like four inches high. Oh, that's true. It's not that heavy. I mean, it's not like a real tiki. Oh. All right. Well, anything else? I don't believe so. All right. So in that case, I have been to, I have been, wow, I almost said Tack. <laughs> so in that case, I have been Jimmy. And I have been Tack. And this has been a very brief podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. of the Retro Network.